0: Welcome, everybody, to Teach Me Pokemon, the podcast. I'm your host, Corey, and along with my co-host, Jared, we're best friends, been playing Pokemon for a very long time. Another riveting episode of the Teach Me Pokemon podcast. I'm your co-host Corey here with my co-host Jared, where we talk about the TCG Pokemon game. I think I used "game" twice there. That's like saying ATM machine. But uh, our focus of this pod, if you don't know, if you're new to the new to the show, is we 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 try to give you some advice through our mistakes that we have made, life lessons we played this game. For a very long time, and trying to help you be a better Pokemon player because Jared, the stakes are high now, man. There's money involved, there's travel, there's points, there's packs, all the amazing things that Pokemon has to offer. So we're just here. We're here to be a sounding board for you, but we're learning too. uh
1: So just welcome, welcome to the show, Jared. How are you doing? Good. You all right? Yeah, man? I'm doing good. And I, I think we also need to give our sponsor a shout out too. Shoot, man, Stray Collections with a Z YouTube channel. Uh, an amazing
0: individual. He has put a lot of time into this channel. What he does, he opens up packs. He opens up boxes, ETBs, those little Pokeballs where you open them up and there's like three packs in them. Uh, you know, uh, the tins back in the day, they're still here today. Uh, he opens these up <laughs> and he just has a lot of fun with it. He's a collector, goes through values of cards, a rarity. You know, if they got the little misprint stuff on them, uh, he plays a little bit too, but he's all about the, the opening the packs. And Jared, I mean, we love opening packs, man. How can you not love opening packs?
1: Oh, it's it's so much fun. Like even digitally, uh, oh, I, yeah. I, I go slow. I don't like, I see some people, you know, they speed through and they're looking at the very end. Like I, I just have a lot of joy in looking at it, seeing what commons I got uncommons, Oh, a supporter, item cards. And then, you know, then the big payoff at the end is did you pull something of great value or something that's going to be super helpful to the deck that you're trying to run? And that's just fun to me. That's just a lot of yep. fun to me. I will always enjoy that yeah. process. Me too. Me too. Always a blast. And it's still, it's fun watching other people do it. the way, you know, they move the car a little slowly. It's like, Oh, what, what are you going to pull? What are you going to pull?
0: So anyway, straight collections. If you want to check it out go to YouTube, subscribe, follow, hit the bell, all that stuff. So, all right, man. So Jared, this past weekend, Got to go to PAX East. Is it, Unplugged. It, it, Unplugged. Oh, PAX Unplugged. Okay, we're in. You're in Philly. In Philadelphia. Philly. Yep. Tell us, man. There, you know, there was. There's PAX has so many, um, you know, video games, board games, just so many, so much stuff. But it had a,
1: a big Pokemon um, center, it did. right? It did, especially with Unplugged, because Unplugged is no, no video games. It's all tabletop. Gotcha. I'll you. All, all all of that. Traditionally, yes, PAX is all of that. But yeah, it was it was really great. Um, I got to run in a couple of you know, pickup standard, best of three tournaments. We can talk about that a little bit. I didn't get a chance to play any GLC. There just wasn't a whole lot of crowd there for it. But I'll tell you what there was a crowd there for. They had a giant, this I think this was easily the biggest, coolest display on the floor, which says a lot. They were there and they were running, teaching people how to play the game Mm. and giving out freebies. And then they also had a raid format nice, um, where you got to, four people got to battle against one of those extra large (laughs) cards that was edited. (laughs) Oh, that's crazy. But it got me thinking and we live in an era right now that is so high on Pokemon trading card games. You saw it. I I was there also playing Lorcana. I think that's going to have some staying power. But we live in this age right now where trading card games are at a nostalgic high because we play them as kids. Younger people are still getting into it. People are transitioning from game to game. The Pokemon meta is in a really great scene. But it got me to thinking like, how, what can we teach you guys listening to do on to help people start or bring them over from another game? Or what? what is the best way that you can do that? So we want to we wanna throw out um, a couple of recommendations. On on what that is to do, if you're around them, if you're they're your friend, if you see them on the off, on the thing, the thing that Corey and I never really got to do that I, I think would have helped us a lot is go to a regular league. Take take your friend to a league. These are not intimidating spaces where they're going to get rolled, and if and now if they play in tournaments, nobody's going to go easy on them. But this is the best place for them to come learn. And a lot of leagues even have special events once a month. To where they can just be amongst other learners, but that that is number one. Take them to a league, let them meet the other people. If the game doesn't get them excited, Pokemon, in my opinion, is the nicest TCG players. They're they're yep. the nicest. I've played around Yu Gi Oh players. I've played around Magic players. I play around Lord Kana players. There's one piece. There's all this other stuff going on. Pokemon, mm-hmm. in my mind, has the nicest culture for bringing on new people. Wouldn't you agree yeah. with that?
0: Hundred percent. Yeah. I mean. uh, we, you know, we haven't played all the other ones. We had a little taste of like some, that, that wow TCG. We've, we've been around a lot of magic players, you know, some Yu-Gi-Oh, your brother played some Yu-Gi-Oh. And, and at the end of the day, you see the same people playing Pokemon, some of these people that we've seen for the last 10, 15 years. And so they're, they're still playing. And I think now you get these players that are coming over and they stay. So I think that is kind of the proof and pudding a little bit is you get these these players that don't leave once they start picking up the game. But, yeah, man, I mean, we've, we've never – I mean, there's very rarely do we go to these regionals or league cups where we have run-ins with anybody. You know, everyone is always pretty positive. Everyone wants to win. It's a very competitive game, obviously, in atmosphere. But, like, you, you know, you'll still have conversations with players even if you win, lose, or whatever. So, yeah, man, I think from that standpoint, it is, it's a a pleasurable experience. There's not a lot of trash talk and all that weird stuff going on, uh, which does help specifically new players coming in. Because if you have a bad experience, you know, someone's being salty with you or whatever, that doesn't make you want to come back.
1: No, not at all. Not at all. The second thing I think you can do, and not as good as the first, but you can always use the live Pokemon live, the online app, or you can play it on your computer. I like this because it walks you through it. If you're not somebody that wants to learn with a lot of people around you, watching you, this is a great option. The only thing I don't like about this is it's going to do things for you that if you're ever determined to play in real life, you're not going to know what to do your first time. So example, I played this guy at a tournament this weekend that said, this is my first time not playing online. And uh, he didn't remember to put his prize cards out because the game does that for you. Right. He was like he was like he asked me, like, okay can I can I cut your deck? And I was like, yeah, that's that's totally that's totally fine. So it it handicaps you. You can mess things up in real life. And I'm the king of that, that you can't mess up on an Iona. In the game, it does it all for you. You shuffle your hand and put it at the bottom of your deck. Yeah. I will always shuffle my Iona into my deck. <laughs> that's how I roll. That's how I lose games yeah. when I shouldn't lose games. How many
0: times did you do that during the week?
1: <laughs> during the I, weekend. I, I nailed it every oh, time. I'm so proud I it of right you. Every time. I just, so. just expect that
0: guy to be like, so who shuffles my deck? Is there someone that does that for me? Or do for I you? do that? Who does that?
1: <laughs> like, yeah, that's you, man. <laughs> that's you, my man. That's so I'll funny. happily do it for you if you don't know how to tie your shoes. The last one I would recommend is go, if you can get to one of these events that are teaching you how to play and have Pokemon staff, you just get more of this experience. And it may be more of this thing that like is the kind of the lightning strike moment. And you're like, oh, but it's just really cool, man. So get to a league, play the game online. If you can get to one of these bigger events, these, are, in my opinion, are the best ways versus going to the website, looking at the rules buy a starter deck there's so many decks out there now that you can buy that uh, a level one deck a level two deck and you can see it by the pokemon stuff that they're putting out there go out there get somebody that knows give it a try this is a great time to join the pokemon community and we wanted to teach you guys how to start that or if you have a friend and you're not sure how to get them started these are our opinions and the best three ways that you can do that.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. And and to kind of go back to point two and then point three, but point two, you know, there was, um, you know, we weren't alive for the for what they called Jared the Great War, and that was World War One, and then there was World War Two, and then there was the War of PC PTCGO versus Live. And cool. everyone, time you know, and I, and I will say, I, I've enjoyed both. I'll, I'll enjoy anything that we can just play online because our stage of life, that's how we, that's how we practice. That's how we stay connected with what's meta and, and all those things without an online version. I can't like fit me. I can't play. Like I can't go to league. I can't do that stuff. You know, we got kids and it's that, so I'll take anything and live hasn't been bad and they're getting better and we need to just, Cut cut it to slack a little bit. What I do like about it, as far as new players go, in the old version, you you didn't like get cards like like you couldn't you know um, it was hard to obtain decks. You had to go to eBay, you had to pay somebody for the for the code, transfer it over to you, trade, blah blah blah. Live, I think, is so great about giving you pre made decks like it that are almost competitive, which is awesome because on the other game. You may have had some decks, but they were, like, really whack. Like, there were no way. Right. Some of these are like, dang, I just changed out, like, five or six supporters, trainer cards, maybe a couple Pokemon, and now I have a competitive deck. So I think it's great for a new player that's starting up. It's great for parents that are learning for their kids, or maybe they want to play themselves. So they, they get a wide variety of cards. So I, I like live, and Pokemon, they have clearly... M- put their money where their mouth is and they're making the the TCG better, the competitive side. So they will continue to develop live. Um, There's now a feature where you can like do drops with your Twitch stream and stuff. Now it connects with your live account, which it didn't before. So like they're, they're trying to make this a better experience for not only people learning, but for um, competitive players to, you know, show their decks to, you know, the, the world on their, on their Twitch channels. Um, but yeah, man, go 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 get a theme deck. That's how we started. I mean, we all went, we bought like five packs and then a theme deck that we thought, oh, this looks fun, or this is the type. I, I like lightning or I'm a psychic player or water. You know, so if you're a new player, like go get that. It's so funny. Your first point of like go to a league. That is great. Our league was our living room, <laughs> like or our kitchen. Yeah, it was our kitchen That's table true. with the four of us playing. That was like our league every night, which was great. But, uh, but now there, there is. There's community. You can make friends, you know, meet other Pokey parents. Maybe your kids make some other um, you know, friends there. So uh, for sure, go find, go find a league. But just to get started, just go to your local card shop and get a theme deck and get some packs, open some packs up. Watch an episode of Stray Collections and uh, listen to an, an episode of Teaching and Me Pokemon and, and you'll get going. I like it.
1: Absolutely. And I'll also throw in a plug for Path to the Peak, uh, the new Pokemon uh, online digital animated series about someone starting and playing the card game. Uh, I just think it's awesome that there's now a cartoon, even though it's a short mini series, that is all about someone's journey from starting to the world tournament. Gosh. It's that, very cool.
0: Yeah, you showed me a little bit of that. I thought it was really good. Also, shout out to Path of the Peak, the card, because Path of the Peak, Jared, right now, you got to have it in your deck if you're going to play against some of these meta. If you're going to San Antonio, shout out to path of the peak stadium. You do a lot of work and a lot of decks right now. So keep, keep doing your thing. Path of the peak in all, in all forms,
1: in all forms. Love it. All right. So let's, let's, let's jump in to San Antonio. The next big regionals here in the United States. We're coming off of our last two tournaments were Brisbane and, Dansk is what I'm gonna say. Dance, the name of it,
0: the Polish uh, Dansk. Uh,
1: I don't know. Uh, and uh, from both of those tournaments, we talked a little bit about those episodes. But the really hard part about what is going on right now in the meta, if if unless it changes, is you're gonna have to deal with high health Pokemon in a variety of different in a variety of different ways. So uh, Charizard is going to be there uh you are going to have to deal with giratina again in my opinion mm-hmm. we are in a meta that is shying away from lugia that is shying away from some of these things that seem a little bit slower we'll talk about some speed decks here in a while but mm. cory what do you what do you before we even get into what you're gonna run what do you think you're gonna see there what do you think is gonna be top three most popular decks
0: yeah i think in no particular order, I think the top three are going to be Charizard, I think it's going to be Gardevoir, and I think it's going to be Lost Tina. And I think those are just the three. I think Maridon probably is a close, if, if you could let me cheat and pick four, that's probably in the top four there. Um, and maybe Maridon overtakes Gardevoir uh, just because of some of these speed decks that we'll talk about here. But uh, I think Lost Tina is still super strong. It's consistent. It with, like, catchers now, it can just, it can just you know, you can Chorus and then still pull something out because it will fall behind in the beginning. Um, but Charizard, I think, still, I think people enjoy Charizard. As silly as this sounds, it's Charizard. So people, I think, always are kind of like, <laughs> oh, I like that, it's Charizard. But, uh, you know, the ability to run it with Pidgeot, find anything you want. It, it is a deck that ramps up as it goes, but it still can get early knockouts if you find the right, um, if you find the right Pokemon to knock out, so... I expect to see a lot of Charizard and Lost Tina, and then give me a split between Maridon and Gardevoir, um, and and like your general Lost Box builds too. You know your Sablezards and the Kyogre build that Tord brought out in Poland. That'll probably be a thing, but those variants I think will be less than the Lost Tina.
1: Yeah, uh, here's a deck. I didn't I didn't realize this because when we last talked about Dance. We were only really looking at top eight, but I'm now I'm looking through really the let's say the top thirty-two. Mu V Max is everywhere, mm. okay. everywhere, and then and then I'm still looking at the statistics. It's still the fifth most played deck by MetaShare, yeah, ahead of Maraidon. Uh, so I'm 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 just looking at everything but Lost Box right now and saying like, how are you going to deal with? 300 health, 280 health, 330 health. And, and then find a deck that can maneuver and has a way to answer these top five, six decks.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't think you obviously can't counter all of them. You know, um, I think uh, Path of the Peak, that's a nice option. Uh, you know, it slows some of these decks down. Um, I, Maridon is going to be in Maridon and then the Roaring Moon build of these, like, kind of quick decks that we're seeing a lot of, uh, Azul, Azul GG put out a a video or on his YouTube channel. to kind of talk about one of the speed versions with iron hands. It is pretty good. Um, you you know, using kind of that Maridon engine, but, but incorporating, uh, we had to look it up, but Peony, I never could say the card, right. That, you know, discard your hand and search your deck for any two trainer cards. I mean, you can find a, a seal stone to grab anything you want, plus the, um, the what are they called jared the the, the electric <laughs> generator electric the generators. generators yeah electric guns is what i call them um i'll probably get <laughs> i'll probably get kicked out of san antonio for mispronouncing names and they think i'm
1: mocking them and really it's just, I don't, just know. don't enter the pokemon <laughs> trivia you'll be fine
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'll be fine so you know with that deck if, if that and then Roar and moon are both like want to go second and get a quick knockout um you're going to apply a lot of pressure i think on some of these some of these decks but you know, a deck like Charizard, like, it's a game gets stronger, or they get stronger as the game goes on. Um, so, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to pop off here, and, you know, it probably will be some of just the same old decks. But the Mew, you're right, man. I think it's still strong. There's still always a Drapion that can counter it. Um, you know, maybe they don't expect as much Gardevoir, even though I think Mews can in some way, disrupt and play around it, uh, which they've done effectively. And then Roaring Moon just probably isn't as popular as a lot of people thought it was gonna be. So yeah, man, man, I, I, I always forget about Mew. Everybody forgets about Mew because it always just sitting there. Maybe I should run Mew. Should I run Mew? Dang it.
1: I don't know, it's interesting because of Dang. these top five decks, um, you've run three of them pretty consistently. You're a of our player. Yeah. I know you've toyed around a lot with Lost Box and with Mew. The mm-hmm. only things that you haven't consistently run, I haven't really seen you run much Giratina or Charizard.
0: No, I feel like I get it. Like, they're, they're pretty straightforward in what they're doing, and I just don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I, I like the appeal of once Charizard gets set up in the Pidgeot, but at the end of the day, I've, I've gone against it too many times where it's just like, they'll quit you know, if they get disrupted. I think Judge Path is so good against Charizard in particular that it's, like, not saying every deck does Judge Path, but, like, the Arceus deck, I've been toying around a little bit with that. Mew can do that pretty effectively. So, I, I don't know. I, I just don't know if I'd feel like I can get in every match and feel like I'm going to get the start I want every, every sure. turn. Mew kind of guarantees that. Like, that's what's nice about Mew is it you kind of can go into every match knowing, well, I'm going to get a good start. Ideally, more times than not, I'm going to get a good start. So, or Jared, is it stall? Is it Snorlax? Is it, is it? Can Snorlax go back to back? I mean, I, I, don't know. I
1: mean, it 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 did very well in Brisbane, sixth and seventh in Brisbane. Yeah, uh, and but then you don't see another one until like 39th. So, um, it's it's hard, like, um. Um, my personal opinion that I'll throw to you is: I understand that there are counters to every deck, but um, Mew Man drop a Spiritomb, that deck is in trouble. Uh, I think I think some players will be worried about stall, and they'll run that new little Moon character that can move mm-hmm. to the active and mm-hmm. do damage. So, I, I, in my opinion, I think you're better off forcing a path that with a deck that you're confident with that can do damage that does have answers and at least percentage shots against the rest of the field
0: yeah okay so let me roll with you this arceus deck okay so it has the ability to go path so you can grab and you play some of this and your son elijah plays this so you know what's the ability called star path no um whatever its ability is, (laughs) search your deck for any two cards, Uh, just sets it up so nicely for you to disrupt your opponent. And then you, at least this version, so it's pretty much the Douglas's deck from LAIC with the superior with the Leaf guy, and then the, the Giratina with the Choice Band, hitting 310 allows you to get up to any number that you need to. And then against your Charizard, you have the Leaf guy. So... You can fit the weaknesses in there. If they're weak to leaf, you're fine. Um, and then you have the Arceus who, you know, does 200 or 180, uh, you know, every turn and then can find the energies so you can play the weakness game a little bit, has the disruption. You know, it, it doesn't always have the perfect start because if you don't have an energy to start the game, Arceus energy attached, you're, you're behind, you know? And so you kind of desperately need that when you're going first or second. But if you can get that, and then you can search your deck for any two cards. It it does kind of give you an advantage turn two to turn three or four until your opponent can kind of get back on track. So I don't know. I, I like it, Jared. I like it. I don't know what to run.
1: I don't know. It's so let, let's let's talk this because this is something that I think a lot of players talk about. You you in my mind, you seem pretty nestled into this uh, Arceus deck, right? Like, if you had to say right now, like, what you'd probably want to run, you probably want to run this Arceus deck. i probably, probably. Okay, so then my question to you is, what are you afraid of?
0: Uh, I, this speed thing, man, scares me. This, this speed deck. I mean, it, it, you know, if it can just get on top of you. Like, I mean, any deck, right, They can just get on top. That's why speed has been something that you've run a lot of. And, you know, even what, <laughs> not a knock on you, but, like, what, you know, new players are, like, ones to streamline, keep the deck streamlined. Just get be quick, get aggro, and get on top of your opponent is, is a strategy, you know, tail as old as time that that works effectively. And in this meta right now, a lot of this is kind of set up, if you will. Lost Box has to get 10 cards in the lost zone. Gardevoir takes two or three turns to set up. You know, Charizard has to rare candy twice in order, you know, under Pidgeon Charizard. So the speed deck is kind of enticing. So that does scare me a little bit. That does scare me.
1: I think it will, but to me, to me, my my counter to that and to all of our listeners is like, you know, I'm I'm trying to remember the last time a speed deck won because I because you can argue that older versions of Maraidon were speed and I know that it has that ability, but Maraidon has a mid game,
0: mm-hmm. it
1: has it has an end game with that to It has like you have to make some strategic plays, so I I just don't think for a player of your caliber. That you have to worry about that. Like to me, th- that's in the odds of what you're going to run into. Versus if you ran into some guy that was running some rogue fighting deck that would just shaft Arceus, yeah, big time. Yeah, like I, I, I think it'll be there. I don't, I don't think the top players are interested in that play.
0: Okay, I, I think you're probably right. I think you're probably right. What, what would you say to a new player? Like, because you know, I, I hit you up the other day and was like, hey, I'm worried about this thing. I think the only thing that really can stop it is Klefki. Because, you know, Klefki is a basic. Its ability says none of the other basics in play have abilities. So if you start with Klefki, they can't do any of that stuff they want to do. So as a new player, how do you tell somebody, hey, man, that's, that is a counter, but probably not worth it because it could ruin overall your deck flow just by putting one card in there that you may
1: not even start with? Yeah, I think the conversation, and I think this is something we've heard from a lot of pros, is like worry worry about your deck, making your deck the best that it can be, and not making mistakes, and not worrying so hard about a counter. I have, you know me. I've built decks and run them at tournaments where it's like I'm so worried about this, and I'm just waiting for that matchup, and I never, I never see it. Yeah, like, and 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 now I've lost a couple of card slots because like, oh, like. I just know I'm gonna run into Zorak. I know mm-hmm. I'm gonna run into Zorak back in the day. So I'm I've got this sick fighting tech that you know, and, and X, Y, and Z has to go right. So like, I, I I like the clef key. I like the stop stopping the opening powers. But if it doesn't synergize yeah. with your deck, leave it by the wayside. Yeah, leave it by the wayside. It's not worth it. It's not worth it.
0: If it doesn't synergize, leave it. Okay. I was trying to pull yeah. up what the pathway was for the Brisbane regionals for those Snorlax players and I'm I'm like struggling to find it right now. I'm just curious because remember we read over last week the Snorlax stall matchups
1: sure. for Lucas for luca
0: For Lukash and we love Lukash. He's a good guy. But man that the the, the, the red sea parted for you Lukash to win that <laughs> tournament. And so you know you stick with your deck, you hit the matchups you hit. Cause you would hate to lose matches because it's like Oh, I started Klefki four times against matches that didn't, it didn't matter that they had a Klefki, yeah. and I lost them all because of freaking Klefki. So I, I hear you. I think you stay, stay consistent with your deck. And, and if it works in there as a good tech, because those are things, Jared, right? I mean, you hear about what, you know, oh, I had a 58-card deck similar to this pro player, but I added two tech cards. So tech cards are a thing.
1: No, they are. Like, I'm, I'm looking at the, the Arceus list right now. And you you might come back to me and say like well why are why are you running this Drapion V apart from your Mew matchup? Well, because it synergizes against other matchups as well. You can Arceus, you know, throw your three energies on there, and now you have a great killer for a Gardevoir deck, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like it, it. So that's what I'm saying. Like you just can't you can't run four Klefki, hoping to shut down the Meridon match and other basic matchups that will buy you time. Like you you want to get in there, you want to flip your V star ability, and you want to start disrupting while doing medium to high amounts of damage that's 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 your goal, and then just be a disruptive force because you don't need powers anymore.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. i mean that that is it. You drop the path after the your first ability, and then you just judge them until they have they can't play anything, you know, or I right, so yeah, okay, all right, okay uh so new player goes so you were at uh PAX Unplugged. Did you get to chat with everybody? Like, what was kind of the vibe there from, like, were they more new players, more seasoned players? Uh, th- uh, tell us about the, G- did you play a GLC or did you not get to play one?
1: I didn't get to play a GLC. Nobody was really signing up for them. It was just a lot of standard three round tournaments, $20 buy-in. You leave with packs based on your record that you finished with. Um, but a lot of, um, there was a lot of Charizard and Giratina there, mm. a lot of Charizard and Giratina being run. I was running, um, Roaring Moon, which was a lot of fun speed deck, but it's all gas, no brakes, similar to the things that it sounds like you're worried about running.
0: So, so how often did you get the, 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 the turned one? Like, did you go second every time?
1: I, every time I had the opportunity to go second, I did, I didn't always get to go second. Um, because people, you know, game two knew what I was running. Uh I could I, I I I could have uh beaten I think some harder matchups, but I bricked. Right. And that's the hard thing. Like if you brick on a Gardevoir, if you're running Gardevoir and you brick, if you're you still have time. Mm-hmm. There's time to- if I if I if 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 I don't get my start, if you don't with this new Peony uh version of uh, uh Maridon, if you're not off and running turn one. Hack it up and go to game two, man. (laughs) Like, cause your deck is now built to to not necessarily play behind. In my opinion, I think a more standard version of Meridian would do better. Can still get back in the game. So I yeah true
0: true.
1: uh, The craziest thing I ran into was Mimi Q Edgy Slash. Oh Uh, baby, what does Edgy Slash uh, do? It does the same thing as Mimi Q. Basically, it can't be hit by anything with a rule box, except it's big and it can hit you back. Whereas Mimi Q, you're not worried about slugging back at you.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So, uh, but it was fine. A, a newer player and I can maneuver around that with, uh, yeah. with the deck, with the roaring moon deck. So yeah,
0: that's good. That's good. Yeah. Well, sweet, man. So, I'm, I'm glad you were able to go and, and kind of get, you know, if you haven't been these comp, these conventions now packs, we were at Gen Con uh, Pokemon is trying to, like, get into these conventions that aren't, like, Pokemon-centered, but, like, teaching the game, these, like, learn-to-play areas, and a super smart idea. I mean, when we were at Gen Con, we had a couple buddies that, you know, played a long time. Your brother has never really played, but they played with us to kind of pick up yeah. the game,
1: and so that was good. and. And depending on the right situation, I'll also recommend these for pre-releases. because mm. um, we we got to pre-release at Gen Con. There wasn't a pre-release um because Pokemon wasn't operating that. It was operated by a secondary company running these tournaments. Mm. And that was so that but you can sneak in, do some pre-releases, do and it's just fun, man. It's just fun to see Pokemon. It's nice at a big conference to play a game that you're familiar with because a lot of times you're playing all these things you're not familiar with. Yeah. And uh, like I said, I think the future is bright, but Corey, I think you should go with the Arceus or you should go stall. I think that's where uh, I think, I think you should end on one of those Yeah. Uh, as you head into um, and just grind it out for the rest of the week online and then see well, where you're ready to go.
0: Let's, let's end our episode today with, we have to make a pick. So there is actually one more regionals happening next week, next, this, this upcoming weekend that we get to see
1: Oh, along with San Antonio.
0: No, so San Antonio is in two weekends.
1: Oh, I'm so sorry, I weekends. thought San Antonio was this upcoming no, weekend. No, sorry,
0: two weekends. Uh, we have one in uh, your, your homeland, Stuttgart, Stuttgart, uh, Stuttgart. In, Ge- in Germany, the Dauenhauer family from Stuttgart. I don't know where you're from. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what do you think? Give me your top, I, and I'll let you think, cause I've, I've been kind of pondering this. I, our top two decks. That are going to be in the finals. Who are what two decks are going to be in the finals oh, against wow. each other? My pick, it's going to be Lost Tina versus Mew. That's going to be with Mew winning. I think Mew wins Stuttgart Germany regionals this coming, upcoming weekend. That would be my my selection for the Germany regionals.
1: Oh, that's it. Okay. I'm taking a look at something real quick right here. So, our last two regionals have had a Charizard. In the finals? In the finals. Oh, shoot. Thanks. Donsk had one. Brisbane had one. Uh, LAIC did not. Fifth was the highest finish for Charizard uh let's see Toronto what was there Charizard was third that was Azul's Charizard Mm -hmm. I just think it it, I just think it's strong I've talked on this podcast more about not being in love with decks where your opponent can determine your damage but this deck just does other things and it can get going it can get on top of you so I do think we will have a Charizard variant in the top two uh here in Stuttgart Stuttgart and and um i don't know german players are so wily i am I'm, I'm i think we will see a rehauled uh i think we will see i uh, don't know if i can say this uh <laughs> like i'm gonna you get, know you I'm gonna get the one deck? No, i i think we'll see a rehauled Qin Pao. oh shin Pao
0: rehauled okay speed shin Pao. got you
1: I, I i i mixed in mixed in with maybe some palkia in there i i, I think we will see a chi and palkia something against char i think we will see i know i understand that charizard is a dark pokemon but at its heart it's a fire pokemon i think we see a fire <laughs> and water finals here in germany
0: <laughs> so see a fire water slash dark, dark finals okay you know uh, you have um, uh, Robin, Robin Schultz, past world champ, German player. Yep. Uh, he got fourth in Poland with Charizard. And then you have the next two Germans, Fabian and Joa, I can probably say their names wrong. Both had Mew. So, mm. you know, maybe there's a Mew Charizard matchup here in the finals, too, or something. So, okay, I like it. Let's uh-huh. see. see. Whoever, between you and I, whoever gets it right,
1: owes the other one four boxes. That's great. Love Let's it. do it. Love it. I want the new set coming out. Not Paradox Rift. <laughs> I want the new set.
0: There are some boxes still owed to each other that I've now forgotten. There are, who, there are. who owes what to who, but um, I've
1: been keeping track. I just, the reason I've been keeping track is it can tell you who owes who motors boxes and why they haven't been paid out. <laughs> I think
0: uh if Knoxville happens, which is still kind of an if there, I think, if I can make it out there, then I think maybe we 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 pay up. We get a table get some boxes, position a camera, do some pack opening. Oh, are we good? See what happens? So that'll be fun. All right. That's our picks for Germany. Uh, We'll talk next week to lock in um, or do our final what I should run in San Antonio. but um, I
1: like it. I like it. Yeah. Anyway, cool, man. Love it, dude. It's always fun. I will talk to you soon. That's going to wrap us up this week for Teach Me Pokemon. Be sure to watch the Stuttgart Regional this upcoming weekend and San Antonio the following. If you have ever any questions for us, find us on social media, hit us up, and we'll be getting back to some interviews and some new some guests in the coming weeks as well. Sounds good. All right, see you, buddy. See ya.
0: You can find us at Rogue media Network.com, Teach Me Pokemon Podcast. Come and dive with us.